0: on today's show tons of recruiting news from the fourth of july weekend we'll run through as many of them as we can as alabama lsu auburn arkansas georgia south carolina tennessee and more all picked up some big time recruits Also, more of our conversations from the Manning Passing Academy as I caught up with Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson, South Carolina quarterback Spencer Radler, Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers, and Ole Miss quarterback Luke Altmyer. Also, very brief uh, sound bites from LSU's Miles Brennan and Alabama's Bryce Young. Locked on SEC starts right now.
1: You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. We want to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College Network, LinkedIn Jobs. Helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/slash-locked-on-college. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you guys for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, and at LockedOnSEC.com. We got tons of recruiting stuff to get into. So let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. the What a catch! Around the conference, and we start. With Alabama as Raquez McEldery, a six-foot-three, 340-pound offensive lineman out of the state of Alabama, committed to the Tide. He had 15 offers. He's ranked the number 25 interior offensive lineman, the number 22 player in the state of Alabama. So a big pickup for the Tide as they have been uh, recruiting him for a while. He is commitment number 10 for Alabama in the class of 2023. And the second O-lineman joining uh, Wilkin Formby, who just joined the Tide uh, recently. Over at Auburn, Brian Harson picked up a big-time commitment and wide receiver Carmelo English is a four-star wide receiver out of the state of Alabama, committed on Monday, Five foot eleven, 175 pounds, had uh, a ton of offers, rated the number 23 wide receiver in the class of 2023, and he's number 13 player from the state of Alabama. He's the fourth commitment for Auburn for 2023, so they've only got four names. But if you go by the rivals rankings, all four guys are four star recruits, so pretty good uh, quality there for Harson's group. Meanwhile, Sam Pittman and the Arkansas Razorbacks, they had a busy weekend. They uh, first added Paris Patterson, a three star offensive lineman from East St. Louis. He's the number 33 interior offensive lineman, the class of 2023. After landing Patterson, the Razorbacks added a commitment from 2023 four-star wide receiver Micah Tease from Oklahoma. So a nice pickup there for them. Tease is the number 11 athlete in the class of 2023, the number four overall recruit from the state of Oklahoma. That puts the Razorbacks at 20 players already in their class of 2023. Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers, they were very... Very busy over the weekend. Yesterday, they picked up a four-star recruit by the name of Deshaun Womack, a four-star edge rusher. He's the number 13 defensive lineman in the class of 2023, the number two overall recruit from the state of Maryland. They also added four-star D lineman uh, Darren Reed. He is the number 34 D lineman in the class of 2023. They also added four-star edge rusher Joshua Mickens, Out of Indianapolis, he announced on Sunday. He's the number 18 edge rusher, number two overall recruit from the state of Indiana. And just a couple days ago, blue chip edge rusher Jackson Howard committed to LSU over the likes of Miami and Michigan. He is a four-star number 11 edge rusher, class of 2023. Lastly, the Tigers added a DB from Metairie, Louisiana in Ashton Stamps. He was a three-star, so the Tigers quickly Uh, Didn't have a lot of names in this class. I quickly have 11 guys now, and uh, that class ranks number 22 in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. Meanwhile, Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs, they got another big-time pickup a couple days ago, and four-star cornerback Daniel Harris. He's from the Miami area. He's listed at 6'2", 175 pounds, rated four stars, the number 19 corner in this class, number 31 uh, Florida recruit. In 2023 Shane Beamer And the South Carolina Gamecocks They have been busy on Monday afternoon They picked up four-star linebacker Jaden Robinson Out of the state of Florida He's the number 33 linebacker in the class of 2023 The number 72 overall recruit from the state of Florida Also over the weekend South Carolina landed its future quarterback And four-star passer Dante Reno He's the number 18 Quarterback in the class of 2024 uh, one other one that they picked up over the weekend, running back DJ Braswell on Saturday afternoon. He committed to South Carolina. Now, the interesting thing with him, he had named a top four last week of Alabama, Nebraska, Oregon, and Boston College. And then out of nowhere, committed to South Carolina. He's five foot 200 pounds, a four-star uh, recruit, the number 15 running back in the class of 2023, which currently ranks around 27. Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats, they picked up uh, their recruiting a little bit. They got a uh, three-star running back by the name of Khalifa Keith out of the state of Alabama. He's the number 89 running back in the class of 2023. That gives the Wildcats eight players in this class. I saw some Kentucky fans, a little critical, asking, hey, where's our uh, NIL deals? Can we get that going? As uh, Mitch Barnhart, the athletic director there, has been a little bit reluctant to Enter the world of NIL, but we will see what happens there. Over at uh, Florida, Billy Napier and Company they added a four star defensive lineman from the state of Georgia. And TJ Cerce, he is a six foot five, 250 pounder, had uh, 14 offers, committed to Florida. He's the number 14 player from the state of Georgia, the number 20 defensive lineman in the class of 2023. Eli Drinkwitz—they've been a little slow to hit the recruiting trail, but uh, they added a three-star running back over the weekend out of St. Louis by the name of Jamal Roberts. He announced his commitment on Sunday afternoon. The number 64 running back in the class of 2023, given the Tigers seven players in their 2023 class. Josh Heupel over at Tennessee picked up three-star cornerback Christian Conyer out of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Listed at six foot, one and a half, 170 uh, pounds, the number four recruit in the state of Kentucky, the number 56 corner in the class of 2023. Committed to the Vols over Kentucky as both schools hosted him twice within the last couple of weeks before he settled on the Vols. He's the Vols' 14th commitment for the class of 2023. Vols did also pick up a big-time commit for the 2024 class. Jonathan Eccles, five-star corner, uh, or rather a five-star athlete, he committed over the weekend to the Vols. Uh, still a long way to go on him, but the number four athlete in the class of 2024, number nine overall recruit from the state of Florida. Speaking of Florida, back to them real quick. They did have some news on a uh, Mordecai McDaniel, former four-star recruit from the 2020 class. He has entered his name into the transfer portal. Spent two seasons with the Gators. Before his transfer, he appeared in 23 games the last two seasons, including all 13 games at safety and on special teams last year. And a quick SEC baseball note, Arkansas baseball, man, they are adding transfers. I think I've counted up to 12 so far this offseason, but over the weekend they picked up three more uh, of that 12. They had nine, added three more to that group. And uh, College of Central Florida infielder Caleb Cali, Nebraska pitcher Cody Frank, and Kansas outfielder Tavian josenberger so uh some big time talent going over there to arkansas and there you have it that is the latest news going on around the conference thank you guys for making locked on sec your first listen every day coming up next we'll uh get you caught up with a couple of our conversations with some of the sec quarterbacks at the manning passing academy including anthony richardson and spencer rattler that is coming your way next Do want to remind you about our friends over at LinkedIn as the sun comes out and small businesses are getting back to business. uh, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster And for free, it's super easy to do. Just go to LinkedIn, create a free job post in minutes on their job section, and reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. It is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Go post your job right now for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. You will post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply, but get started finding the right candidates out there to get your business going and growing even better. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Going along here, Locked On SEC, and it was a lot of fun getting out to the Manning Passing Academy over in Louisiana just uh, a little over a week ago, and you already heard maybe some of our great interviews we had last week with Will Levis and Hendon Hooker. So today we bring you several more SEC quarterbacks, and today we're going to start with Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Richardson had an interesting 2021 season as he spent much of the year Backing up starter Emory Jones, who has since transferred to Arizona State this offseason, Richardson threw for over 500 yards with six passing touchdowns in his limited action, but really made his presence felt as a runner, rushing 51 times for over 400 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Richardson's best game came at LSU, where he came in for the struggling Jones and accounted for four total touchdowns on the day. Richardson did deal with his share of injuries. He had a knee procedure back in December. But he says he is ready to go. He has all the talent in the world, and if things click right for the Gators this season, Anthony Richardson in Florida can surprise some people. Here was our conversation with Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Catching up here with uh, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. I saw you out there, man, acting like a, a coach today. Uh, is it you have a little sympathy for your coaches now, knowing what they go through?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, they had they have a they have a tough job for sure. Uh, I wasn't doing. I'm, anything close to what they're doing but you know it's, it's kind of rough trying to keep everybody in check i just had like 12 people so i can just imagine how it is 120 people it was funny i heard you at one point you're like are, are you all my group next i don't know what's going on here yeah I, you know just everything's moving too fast you can try to keep it in control all right let's talk a little bit on the offseason first off how's the knee how are we feeling no i'm feeling good uh my knee is the least of my words uh, i feel like i'm 100 with my knee uh, there's other things I can I can perfect such as my hamstrings you know just trying to make sure that's out of the way for this season.
0: Building off of last season um, obviously you got a good bit of playing experience you dealt with the injury and all that but uh, look Emery was had a tough decision to make was he gonna stay was he gonna come back and all that he's gone feels like it's your job to earn now what is it you have a little bit more confidence in yourself kind of saying all right this is my year it's my time.
1: It definitely. Uh, I have a lot more confidence now, you know, especially after talking to coach Napier uh, I had a meeting with him and he told me I have to be confident in myself because I'm a good player So i just have to see that in myself and, and just believe that I'm a, I'm a great player. So um, Also seeing that I could be the one to start off the season You know that just that just builds, builds up more confidence. Um, just just seeing like how I can control the future of, of our season so
0: Going through the spring with the new coaching staff, what do you like most about Coach Napier?
1: Honestly, how structured everything is. Like, everything is so detailed. You know, um, there's always a plan in place for anything that we do. Everything correlates to something else. So that's pretty much the, the most impressive thing to me. All the different weapons you guys
0: have at wide receivers. You know, I go through the list and I'm like, man,
1: there's a lot of talent here. It almost feels like
0: you guys are a little bit under the radar in that aspect. Like, hey, Florida. I mean, there's talent all over that that offense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. We just got to find a way to get everybody the ball, you know, uh, get everybody a touch so we can we can have a great season.
0: What did you make of the speed of the SEC and all that last year? Obviously, your running ability, I mean, is one of your biggest assets, but did you feel comfortable as the season went along?
1: Yeah, of course, you know. Uh, I try to tell the younger QBs all the time that football is always going to be football. People just get stronger and faster and smarter, so. You know, you just got to be confident in yourself and just make plays. So, um, just playing in the SEC, uh, one the, it's a great conference. You know, just, just being confident because I know the other teams are going to be confident when they play. So, you got to match the energy. One more for
0: you. what uh, The atmosphere in Gainesville, what was it like? What's it like playing for that fan base? Because it can get rocking there.
1: Honestly, I love it. Uh, I always tell people there's a good and a bad to it. When you're playing good, they love you. When you're playing bad, they hate you. So, it, it's just all part of life, teaching you how to be a stronger person. And then playing in the Swamp is... It's crazy. When we played uh, Alabama, that thing was so loud. I had the headset on, I couldn't even hear the play calls. So, I love games.
0: Bro. The win over Florida State, though, that was the exclamation point kind of for you?
1: Uh, that kind of sealed it off for me, just to let me know that I can not play college football and I can not be a, a good quarterback in the uh, SEC and in college. So, that pretty much sealed the deal for me. Anthony, thanks for the time, man. Thank you.
0: Another guy expecting big things in 2022, but this time in a new home is South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler. Rattler transfers in from Oklahoma, where he was on a loaded team last season with the Sooners, and many publications had him pegged as the Heisman Trophy favorite going into 2021. Rattler threw for 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns to five interceptions, but inconsistent play led to him losing the starting job to Caleb Williams. Rattler was very productive in 2020 where he threw for 3,000 yards, 28 touchdowns that year. And that is the Rattler that Shane Beamer and company are hoping to get in Columbia. We caught up with Shane, uh, rather Spencer Rattler uh, at the Manning Passing Academy talking a little bit about his offseason. Catching up with uh, South Carolina quarterback uh, Spencer Rattler. What, what was the spring like for you, man? Making that transition and uh, finding your way in a new home?
2: Yeah. I mean, this spring was great. You know, getting acclimated with a new system, new team, new coaches, everything. Uh, you know, it was a blessing, just getting getting somewhere new, getting somewhere fresh, and uh, it's almost like a reset, so we're excited to play. We had a great spring. We're having a great summer so far.
0: Obviously, a lot of familiarity with Coach Beamer. Uh, man, it just seems like a guy that everybody loves to play for. What's what's it been like getting back with him again?
2: Oh, no, it's great. You know, Coach Beamer's got the uh, program headed in the right way. Um, the recruiting great, you know, got a lot of key transfers, a lot of top recruits, and obviously you got a lot of great guys coming back, so uh, our team's deep, and we're excited to play.
0: Saw you uh, in the spring game, it, it did feel like a little bit. I mean, you mentioned it with all the transfers that it's still kind of, at the time, I guess you guys are still kind of getting acclimated with each other and kind of a. Do you feel like y'all kind of got that uh, accomplished in the spring?
2: Well, the spring, we didn't have anybody really. Like, we had a lot of our best guys out. Um, so I only played with probably one starter in the spring game. Um, so that's why it seemed like. You know we weren't clicking as much as we should have but uh yeah new team new quarterback new running backs receivers you're gonna have to get through some stuff early in the spring and you know we're starting to clean it up now so it's been good
0: last year at oklahoma a lot of preseason hype, heisman but all this talk you kind of like i mean you're not out of the spotlight but at least a, a little bit more under the radar do you kind of like that this year i kind of like it
2: you know it's kind of monkey off your back you don't have as much hype on you and and that's what we want we want to sneak up on people we want to you know prove ourselves so um, yeah
0: what's your uh, what are you most excited about with this offense how is it different what, what are some of the things that you like
2: you know I think just the, the pro style type offense is um, going to elevate my game and everybody else around me to the next level mentally um, so um, really just working on that we got a lot of great players that can make plays I just got to get it in their hands and they'll take care of it so yeah
0: what uh, when you look at the schedule this year is, is there anything that Sykes like should just kind of looking at him or was it really just that week one that's all you're looking at and we'll go from there.
2: Week one that's all we're looking at and we'll go from there. honestly, that's how it is. that's how it's got to be.
0: Let's talk about this this week. What's it been like being out there with these campers and these kids? And uh, I mean, you're going to be a coach out there on the field.
2: Um, this week's been great. I mean, getting around everybody that's been here. People have been here for 20, 25, 26 years. So uh, it's a real family-type feeling here. Uh, a lot of great college quarterbacks. A lot of a lot of high school kids. You know, pro guys out here. So it's just great getting to meet everybody.
0: Do you have a little sympathy for your coaches now, where like you realize what they go through? Oh yeah, no doubt. No, it's hot out here too. So yeah. Spencer, thanks for the time. Man. Thank you. Thanks again to Spencer Radler. When we return, we're going to hear from Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers. That is coming your way next. First, I want to remind you about our friends at Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including all Major League Baseball news and notes you need as we near the uh, – um, all-star game and all of that. online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Also, college football stuff being added as we speak throughout this summer as the season gets closer. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this year. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf, all of that stuff up there for you. Head on to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn all about the trends in action. It is bet Online, and is where the game starts. All along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys again for making us your first listen every day. Continuing our conversations, we caught up with a couple of the SEC quarterbacks at the Manning Passing Academy, and one of the most experienced quarterbacks in the SEC this year. uh, Heading into his third season in Starkville is Will Rogers. The Mississippi native has run that Mike Leach offense very well ever since he took over for K.J. Costello as a freshman. Will Rogers accounted for 4,700 passing yards last season. That was third in all of college football behind uh, only Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young in the SEC, and he threw for 36 touchdowns to just nine interceptions. He brings a ton of good quarterback play to the Bulldogs. Look, not going to lie, the schedule is brutal for Will Rogers and company this year. They got road trips to Arizona, LSU, Kentucky, Alabama, Ole Miss. But talking with him, Will Rogers sounds like he is up to the task. Here was our conversation with Mississippi State quarterback Will Rogers. Catching up with uh, Will Rogers. Will, uh, what are you most excited about this year with this new look team and having some new offensive pieces to work with?
3: I'm just really excited just to get to work with the guys, you know, just to face the challenges that we have. You know, we play a very, very hard schedule, very, very tough schedule. So it's going to be a challenge. Uh, Every single week will be a challenge. Um, Starting week one with Memphis, ending week 12 at Ole Miss, you know. Every week in between then, it's going to be a hard game to win. No game will be given. Um, so, you know, as a team, as a unit, we just have to take everything one step at a time, one game at a time, one week at a time. Um, just try and just really focus on going 1-0 every single week. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Just try and go 1-0 every week.
0: What's your comfort level in the Michael H. offense? Two years in it, going in your year. I mean, is its it is – it more and more comfortable the more you go along?
3: Absolutely. It's probably the most comfortable I've been in a really, really long time. Probably since like, high school, you know, but I'm very, very comfortable where we're at right now, but I just have to continue to grow, continue to get better every single day.
0: You feel like, I mean, it's funny, you know, all these guys, you know, from Stetson to Bryce and Will Levis and all these quarterbacks, but it's like, you go look at Will Rogers stats, and like, dude, you all you do is produce. Do you feel like you're a little bit under the radar in that aspect?
3: Uh, probably, I guess I fly a little, fly a little lower on the radar than some of these guys. I mean, rightfully so. Like Bryce Young is a tremendous football player. He's one of, if not the best player in the country. So. Bryce Young, Will Levis, I mean, Spencer Radler, I mean, all these guys here are tremendous football players, uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, on any given Saturday, I'll line up my team against anybody's, so, uh, that's just who I am, that's just what I do, uh, but yeah, I mean, I put up good numbers or whatever, but, you know, those numbers don't mean anything if you don't win, so I think that's my only job as a quarterback. Uh, and as the leader of my team.
0: The transfer portal's changed a lot. You've, you guys have added some more pieces since the spring, but what did you make of how the spring went for you guys?
3: The spring. The spring, I thought it was good. You know, we definitely got better uh, throughout the 15 practices. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was very good for us. We needed that. You know, that's one thing that this offense needs is repetition and reps. So, uh,
0: yeah, the spring was very good for us. Well, thanks for the time, man. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Will Rogers. Ole Miss, they have a quarterback battle on their hands with former USC quarterback Jackson Dart coming in. But not to be outdone is Luke Altmyer, who learned a lot last year as a freshman under Lane Kiffin in that Ole Miss system. And he was thrown into action at the end of the year in the Sugar Bowl when Matt Corral went down with injury. Altmyer was a bit of a mixed bag he completed 20 of 37 passes that night for 192 yards with a touchdown and two interceptions the spring game also was a little bit of a mixed bag for Altmeyer and his competition now in dart but Luke Altmeyer, he still hopes that he could earn that starting job in Oxford here was our conversation with Luke Altmeyer. catching up with Ole Miss quarterback Luke Altmaier um, what was the spring like for you man I know you guys were, were busting it Working your hide off. Uh, what was the spring like for you? It was amazing. Uh, you know,
4: my second spring uh, at the college level. So much growth has, uh, has occurred, from a mental, physical, and emotional standpoint. You know, with the quarterback competition and all of that. It's been. It's been really healthy and really great, and, you know, so much growth and so much you know, competing has has really occurred, and you know, I feel really comfortable about where I
0: stand. But you know, I'm always reaching for you know new heights. A transition in coaching staff, a lot of new coordinators in there, but are a lot of the wrinkles the same from the offense that Lane's kind of had there?
4: Yeah, we obviously know Chippen, you know, has his own deal. He's going to run the show. Um, he, he's going to make sure we you know we're rolling He's, he's going to put up his numbers and going to produce so a lot of what we do is this and uh, Charlie Weiss is obviously very familiar with them being an FAU with them for a few years so um, a lot of things have stayed the same and uh, you know we're just steadily rolling.
0: You never root for injuries but they happen in the Super Bowl Matt Corral gets hurt you get in there how important was that for you to kind of get in there get some big time experience and kind of get that under your belt
4: yeah I wouldn't trade that experience for the world you know obviously we know the outcome but seriously yeah, I mean so much growth and you know, I've learned so much from that experience and it's great to have those reps too I mean and the adversity that comes with it and you know you obviously feel for Matt you know his injury and things like that that sucked uh, for him but you know I had to step in, you know, try to do my best. And, you
0: know, uh, I learned a lot. From it, sure. are, you, are you the type of guy that focuses on when you look back at that film? Do you focus on the bad? Do you look at the good? I mean, how do you balance it out when you go back and look at the film?
4: Uh, I think you can take, you know, so much from every single clip. And, you know, even being on the sidelines, you take from that, too. You know, probably even more. But uh, as you come with reps and you know, what you watch, you become more comfortable in what you're doing and, you know, being around it more because, you know, Throughout the year, you know, you hadn't really played a whole lot of football. You know, live action going on, so it's good to get in there and kind of, I guess, get your feet wet. But kind of just get back into that group. So the more you do it, the the more comfortable
0: you get, you know, get with it. You know, it's only up. What what was it like getting to know Jackson? Obviously, you're competing with him, but what was it like getting to know him and? Guys, kind of battling it out right now.
4: Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Uh, we all know he's a great player and a great competitor. Uh, Oralish is very healthy. He's, Like I said, he's a super cool dude, nice guy, very selfless, and uh, he's a great teammate. And, uh, but, you know, there's obviously that competition and that kind of business mentality that goes with it. But, um, uh, you know, I
0: want nothing but the best for him. You know, I think he will accept for me as well. Last thing, how do you build off the of last year? I mean, you guys have a fantastic year, double-digit wins. But how do you build off of that? Yeah, it's you know, it's
4: not easy. You know, when you and go and win the most wins in school history. But, you know, I'm very confident what we got and the talent that we have. And it's about just putting it together. And, you know, I think we were so good last year because on the, the bond and the relationships that everybody had with each other. Uh, so I think if we can get there, you know, just got to win seriously. Look, thanks for time. Thank
0: you. Obviously, at the Manning Passing Academy, there's not a lot of time to catch up with everybody. So two other guys we spoke just very, very briefly with wanted to pass this along to you guys. One of the great stories that could be in college football this season is Miles Brennan at LSU. If he wins the starting job under new head coach Brian Kelly, he brings a ton of experience coming into his sixth season in Baton Rouge. Brennan sat behind Joe Burrow several years back, earned the starting job in 2020. But only played a few games before getting hurt for the year, and then getting injured again last year, missing all of 2021. As a starter in 2020, he threw for over 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns in three games played. Very productive. We caught up very briefly with Miles Brennan ahead of this season. Miles, just uh, real quick, a little bit on uh, just the, the the road you've been on, man. Six years and here an opportunity to uh, to go and, and get it done. You know, it's not
3: everybody's roads are the same. Uh, and you know, it, you wish for a flat road from point A to point B, and mine just had some turns in it and uh, a lot of adversity. But you know, that's nothing new to me. And, and I bring it on. Like I, I've I faced so much adversity. I've persevered. I've pushed through. Nothing, nothing will and nothing can stop me. It's like you know, at this point, what's another quarterback competition? You know, I've been through five. Like come on, yeah, like come on. You know, if 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 any if I wanted this to happen to anybody, I'd, I want it to be me because I know what I'm capable of. Thanks again to
0: Miles Brennan. One more very brief conversation, this one with the Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young. As we caught up with uh, him, he was asked about the goal once again, trying to win a championship at Alabama and just reflecting back on all he accomplished last season and winning the Heisman Trophy and the SEC
2: were to you know to, to win a championship especially um, that's our goal every year that we don't shy away from it. that's our standard um, so you know it, it, it's definitely something cool to look back on and probably be more fun to look back on down the line but right now in the moment um, last year's season was a failure so for me for everyone because
4: we didn't win and that's what our goal is so that's what.
0: right all right there you have it those are our conversations from The uh, Manning Passing Academy catching up with many of the SEC quarterbacks. If you missed our conversation with Kentucky quarterback Will Levis or Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker, you can find those on the podcast either on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Locked On SEC and you can find us there. Thank you guys so much for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out some of our other great Locked On podcasts, including Locked On Ole Miss, Locked On LSU, Locked On Bama. We got you covered just about every school in the SEC, so go check those out if you haven't yet. And again, thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Go check us out on YouTube if you haven't and uh, give us a subscribe there as we continue to build ahead of the start of next college football season. I'm Chris Gordy. Thank you guys so much for listening to Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys later this week.